participants of the podcast are either medical marijuana patients or in a state where it is recreationally legal. Two Fried Eggs podcast does not condone any illegal marijuana or drug use or sales. Yo, what up, everybody? Welcome back to Two Fried Eggs podcast. Once again, Bosch Gaming here with Dolph. How you doing, homie? It's been a little bit since we uh, since we recorded, man. Bro, it's Good. been almost a month since we recorded through the holidays. That's fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, we recorded a whole bunch and got some episodes done, and then here we are back at it, man. So you're puffing on your little flower over there, getting your thing done. A little bit. It's yeah. just a dryer vape. It's nothing crazy. Honestly, right, I've been using it for um for dabbing. Oh, have you? Nice. Yeah. Does it work pretty good for that? It works pretty good, man. It's got this little attachment here. You can see this, this little, little thing right here. So it's just like for the people who can't see, what is it? It's just like a little bowl almost, huh? Yeah, it's a little just bowl a with a screen. Bowl. Yeah, yeah. And it just sits down in the um, in the chamber here. Just put it up to like four, 460, 460 degrees, right. which is, uh, from what I understand, it's a cold vape. And for the people that don't know, also, you're just using it's a just a dry, it's a like a what flower vaporizer, right? Pretty much. It's called Aria X Vape. Uh, people have been wanting to ask. That's why I've even fucking figured it out. Right, um, right. But yeah, the thing works great. Um, charge is good. Um, the taste isn't bad at all. Um, like a lot of these dryer vapes, they'll taste like burnt popcorn when you use them. Like that was the first one I got. It was horrible. Right, um, right. This one's good though. It's the taste isn't bad. It it tastes like what's one for like a. Um, not a cleaning solvent, but like a piney taste. Right. Nice. Yeah. See, that's my favorite kind of, like, that's my favorite taste, like, for the, like, when I get some weed and it tastes like a goddamn Christmas tree, man, I think that's my favorite <laughs> out of all the different flavors, honestly, because that's what I'm used to. Like, <coughs> when I was growing up and stuff, if you got some fire stuff, like, most of the time, it would taste like the damn, you know, Christmas tree or the pine taste or whatever to it. I'm be honest, it was never my my favorite taste um, until I went to Florida and got that stuff uh, down there, and it was uh, wow. It tasted like pine salt, like it was, just, and it, mm-hmm. I enjoyed. It was like a sweet pine salt taste. <clears throat> I wish I knew what it was. Well, for people that don't know, I mean, you already know, but for people that don't know, um, due to uh, my asthma issues, I can no longer really smoke. Um, cannabis and due to the anxiety which we're going to get into here i think a little bit uh edibles are not my thing either so at this point i am a completely sober version um i guess not version but part of this podcast (laughs) i can't say completely sober because i am you know using some medication for for my anxiety and stuff like that um as you know man i just went through uh I don't know, pretty much a full-on, like, mental breakdown when it comes to anxiety and panic attacks over the last couple weeks. It progressively got worse and worse until, you know, I had to take a week off and uh, ended up with a trip to the ER and doctor's office and then uh, a week uh, spent at my dad so I wasn't alone while I was adjusting to some new medication and trying to get a handle on things. So this is our first time back after all that. Well, welcome back, first of all. Yeah, that's man, a lot to, to undertake here. like anxiety is one of the craziest things in the world like you can tell yourself that's nothing to worry about right 
and your body's like, and your mind's like, eh, fuck you. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. This is the most important thing in the world. I don't care what the rest of the yeah. world looks like. Right now, this is what it is. Like, it's like ugh. your mind just says jokes on you, pal, you know, even though nothing's wrong. And that's the reason I went to the ER, because I needed that peace of mind. Um, because, I mean, honestly, for anybody that suffers from real, like, strong panic attacks, um, full-blown panic attacks, for one, I'll floor you. I mean, my, I can't, I mean, I, whether I'm late curled up on the bed or laid on the floor or, or, or whatever, man, it, uh, it definitely feels like you are checking out of this world, you know what I mean? Like, this is going to be your final moments, and, um, I tell myself the way I've, I've found to get through it is by when I'm going through those is for one to, to tell myself to make sure I'm breathing nice, slow, deep breaths. And constantly in my head, I'm telling myself, there's nothing wrong with me physically. I'm not going to die. I'm going to be fine. I just need to breathe and calm down. And I try to, in my mind, uh, use that as a way to, um, pull myself through those major, major, major panic attacks I have, you know? Ours are different. I, I've had panic attacks. I, I've, I started having them in 2008. Um, I remember the first one like it was yesterday. Um, I don't know if you can remember your your. You remember your first? Like I can remember um, my first. Like, dude, yeah, I do. I do actually. I was yeah. driving down I-95 in West Palm Beach. I was being a scumbag at the time. Um, at the time, I was lying to my ex-wife and dating another girl. Um, we weren't together, my, ex, my ex-wife and us, that, that we were like separated at that point, but I wasn't being honest. And my mind was telling me I was doing wrong. My body was telling me mm-hmm. I was doing wrong. And regardless, I wanted to do what I wanted to do because I had been in an abusive relationship for eight years. Right, so right. I was trying to, I mean, I, I was free for once. Like I was out of the house. I mean, regardless, whatever it was, I was, I was free. But my mind and my body was like, bro, you're going to lose your kids you're going to do this. You're going to lose your kids. You're fucking up. Like, and that's all it would go through. And I was on 95 doing 85, 90 miles an hour. Cause it's, it's West Palm beach, bro. It was fucking crazy down there. Right. Right. I pulled over. Right. And this is kind of going to go with what, uh, two episodes ago was talking about. I pulled over and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Um, I'm going to call the VA. Right. So I call the fucking VA. And the first thing they say is, are you contemplating suicide? I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> no, but I, I don't know what the fuck to do because no. I feel like I'm dying. Right, and exactly. And what they said was, okay, make an appointment. Exactly, and that's what they do. That's why, that's why like, when, okay, I had some, some major panic attacks. I'll be honest with you, the first major panic attack I had um, that kind of led, started this whole thing off was due to some, some edibles um, that I took, and... It, I don't know if they hit me wrong or what, and it put me. It was in a those gummies full... that you gave your brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So I don't know. Um, so they put me into a full panic attack, and then um, that kind of sparked it off. And then I had a couple. I had a couple really bad, bad episodes at work um, where I would just. I didn't want to cause a scene, so I excused myself from the counter where I work. I work at a, a counter helping customers and stuff. And I went into a stall at the uh, in the bathroom and literally thought that that was where I was going to check out, was going to be in a freaking stall at my work, you know what I mean? And had some major, major attacks there. Um, this was the week before, I, and then I already had a scheduled vacation coming up the first week of the year. Um, so I had these two major attacks the week before prior to my vacation. And once I went on my vacation, um, 
the anxiety became constant. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, there was no slowdown. It for wouldn't it. necessarily be constant, like terrible panic attacks, but it would start out constant. I'd wake up, I'd, I would wake up with anxiety, and then it would just build and build and build until it went into a full attack, and and it just got to be to the point where I felt like the Xanax wasn't knocking it out. I take minor, like like point five minimum dose Xanax, and um, it wasn't knocking it out. So I called. I finally, after a while, because the thoughts, you know. I know you're like, you know, when you were talking about, you're not, you're not thinking about hurting yourself or killing yourself or stuff, but there's a point in my head where I'm like, if this is how my life is going to be over an extended period of time, I could definitely see myself getting to a point where it's like, I can't live like this anymore. You know what I'm saying? And so I called, I called my dad for help finally. And, uh, he, he rushed down and we went to the ER, which was a third world was country type brutal, of yeah. experience, man. Um, and we'll get into that, but I mainly just told him I I had a doctor's appointment later that day, which I ended up canceling because I told him I'm like I need to go to the ER and just make sure that this is still just anxiety, you know, like I need to know that if I go into one of these attacks that it's not my heart or yeah. something along those lines. And so we went down there, um, waited nine hours. I remember nine, nine hours before we even went back into a room to see a doctor. And it was a 12-hour trip to the ER before it was done. But um, all said and done, um, with the blood work and everything, um, I'm you know other than being overweight and whatnot and having <laughs> severe asthma, I'm I'm healthy. You know my heart's good, my my enzymes are good, my my organs are good. Blah 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 blah. blah. I mean, let's be real though, three hours in the back isn't outlandish for for an emergency room visit no. with all the with everything. Like that's not a bad thing. The, the the weight was what was crazy. Nine, like. Yeah, it took no, it was literally nine <clears throat> hours, and this place was. I mean, we had people behind me puking in trash cans. Um, it was the the whole waiting room was completely packed full of people. Then there's a hall. It's like a the waiting room is like a big open room. You walk in, all every single one of those seats are filled. People sitting on the floors. Then there's a hallway that goes down, and there's people lying in the hallway all the way down the hallway as well. Um, some of the nurses said it was the worst they've ever seen. And this was on a Wednesday, right? I know. I remember I was like, what are you like? What is going on? That's it's yeah. the most insane thing I've ever heard. Like I went on a Friday night. That's on me. Like, I, I understand that's a bad night. Like people go in there to get their, mm. their, their hydrocodone or whatever fixes for the weekend. Like I, I understand right. people. It's a, it's a, it's a very busy week, weekday, Wednesday. Right. Yeah. It was crazy. I don't know. It was wild. I don't know what was going on. But they were literally trying to bust people out to other hospitals and stuff. But the other hospitals were over. I mean, they was all overrun. I don't know what was going on. But um, so anyway, we found out everything was all right. But um, as you know, um, I couldn't at that point. I couldn't be at home alone, so I decided to go stay with my dad. Um, the night after the ER, I I went home because it was late, and I stayed here at my house. And then I woke up in a full-blown panic attack the next morning and called my dad laying in my bed freaking out saying, I need your help again. I need some, I need you here. So he came down. Um, I had a doctor's appointment later that day, which they ended up switching my medication. Um, so now Thursday, I'm taking yeah. – yeah, that Thursday. Um, so now I'm taking – for one, my, my prescription went from 15.5 um, pills of Xanax – for you would usually last me three to six months to work to, to well now they're they've upped it to 60 pills um and said that they want me to take as needed obviously but 
you know, up to three a day. Um, and so far, I've been doing all right, man, on just taking one in the morning. I wake up, and the first thing I do, I have a bottle of water, and I have the Xanax there. I wake up, I take a point five, and so far, that's been getting me through the day with the help of the Prozac. So, but yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They also put you on different medication for yeah. your for your yeah. for the maintenance medication, well, which is the most important thing. I was taking a I was, I was taking a uh, is off brand. I don't know what the actual name brand of it, of it what was. Is it? But I was taking Citalopram originally, which was there. That's an off brand to one of the other major deals. But I guess yeah, like sure citalopram concentrates on a different chemical in the brain, and Prozac. Um, I've, I used to take it when I was younger. Uh, concentrates on a lot of different things, but it's also not just anxiety. I mean, it's a whole list of everything, like from my PTSD to the depression to the anxiety to you know all these different things that Prozac actually helps. Where the citalopram or whatever I was taking was more just focused on the anxiety part of it. So it wasn't the, the doctor was thinking maybe it just it wasn't enough to kind of it would help the the anxiety, but with the depression and the other thoughts going on in my head and the PTSD that it would still overtake and still cause the ang- you know allow the anxiety to come through. So we'll see. I'm only a week on it, but I mean I'm here. I'm doing the podcast and I've streamed the last two days for you know three hours or something. You know, but I mean I didn't know if we'd ever get back to right here right now. Honestly, no, like, I didn't either. Talking to you. Yeah, I I told Karina I'm like Karina's my wife. If you guys don't know, um, I I was like I don't know what's gonna happen. Like I know I'm gonna keep going on, right? But I don't know if Bosch can be with me or not. Well, which... and as you being one of my very best friends, man, I was just trying to be as open as honest with yeah. you as I possibly yeah, yeah, could. Because yeah, yeah. I, me personally, I didn't know if we'd be sitting here doing another podcast or not. At that point, I really didn't. I didn't know if I'd get back to a point where I could do it anymore. Um, and and. Even if you wouldn't have, I'm, I'm just like, I had this internal right. conversation with myself. Like, even if you wouldn't have, it wouldn't have, have made, like upset me in the least. Like, I mean, it would have upset me that you weren't going to be with me, but I would right. never have been mad right. at you because right. I understand that your intentions right now and, and, and your everything that you're doing right now is to better yourself and to better your situation for your, for your health. How the fuck could I be upset with anybody right. for trying to take care of themselves? Like I've had people like, I just can't do this job. I need this. I need that. I'm like, okay. Like, okay, no problem. Like you don't want to be here. It's not a big deal. Like I understand that. I guess that's comes with, um, wisdom age. Right. Yeah. And I was just, like I said, is with you being a builder to to, to shine some light on that. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Because that old fuck. Uh, but let's see if he actually listens. Builder. If you're listening to this message me, you prick. (laughs) But I was just one of the things, man, like I, I didn't want to tell you, hey, I can't do this anymore. But at that time, I just didn't have the answer. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm glad to be back to a point where um, where we're sitting here and we're just we're talking about it now. You know, um, well, the, I think one of the biggest things that I've noticed about you is you're, you're extremely driven. We both are. That's why we're yeah. doing things outside of our normal jobs. We're not just trying to do a nine to five. We're trying to try to get ahead in life. And honestly, right. I really Absolutely. enjoy doing this. Yep. You put an astronomical amount of pressure on yourself yeah. to make it rather than just letting it happen. To me, I need to let it happen organically. I don't need to worry right. about it. Like I, I, I specifically don't need, I mean, every morning I get up and I look at our, our YouTube channel, I look at our analytics for there and I look at our analytics for the, through the RSS feed and everything. And I, and I see what's, what's working, what's not like, yes, I do that. But after I'm done looking at those sites, I don't think about it the rest of the day. 
Yeah, see, and I'm not. Like, it's it's constantly there. But it is my day, though, too, as well, because, like, what I was doing before, which I'm trying to back off for one, I haven't put out any shorts in about a week. Dude, you were going I crazy with another those. one, I was. And the, what was getting me is because I was trying to do the podcast, which, you know, isn't super time-consuming with the episodes. I mean, I can work that in, no big deal. But then when you figure that and then the streaming and then after the streams – I mean, working all day and then after and and then streaming and then after the streams, I'm I'm already tired. I'm tired after work, so I make myself stream right, no matter what. Like there's days I'm fine. There's fine. Like I love streaming. Don't get me wrong, but there are days where I'm like, man, I'm fucking tired. I need oh, to yeah. rest, but I'm like, I can't. I don't. I didn't allow myself to. So I don't care how tired I am. I'm firing up the stream. I'm going live. Well, then the stream ends and I'm even more tired. But I'm like, I can't go to sleep right now Without because I got to get two. I got to get a couple shorts ready. Well, then I'm going to work, and so I'm still tired. Get up and go to work the next day, still tired. And while I'm doing my normal day job, I'm trying to work in times to actually release the shorts. And then it was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then it's just an ongoing thing. And I, I just, I, I, I mentally, I mentally kind of collapsed there. I think is what what it really was. Is I just mentally something in my brain snapped and the anxiety that i've dealt with for years and years and years or all my life really um came back full fucking force and and all within like it's not like it gradually came back man it was within a two-week period it was just like boom you're you're done you're i mean you, let me ask you a question you and i swear you told me this and if i'm wrong i'm wrong it's okay <laughs> you told me that you'd stop i dude i'm stoned half the time we talk so it might have been right, you right, said that right, right, jim right. bob did so did you stop some medication a while back? I did, yes. I uh, okay. Which, um, I don't know. What was the medication? The medication was called bupropion. I was taking citalopram. I was taking bupropion, and, and my doctor. It, it was just an added, just an added deal for the anxiety and depression and stuff. Um, my doctor didn't really like it, and uh, see, like I couldn't even remember. Like, oh, that's no, that's stopped. Wellbutrin for dis- dis- yeah, well, that, yeah, for depression. Okay, right. Well, I know I've, I've my sister used to take it. And if you look up citalopram, it would tell you what it is too, so everybody can spell look it. Up, but uh, I don't fucking know. Cital, C I. I got it. Yeah. Um, it is Celexa among Celexa, others. It's yeah, an antidepressant on selective serotonin. Inhibitor yeah. class and, well, then, and see, that's major what they're, depressive disorder. That's what they're talking about is that it's a serotonin type of drug where Prozac is some other chemical in the brain. Yeah. So they've completely switched that up. And um, I've only been taking the Prozac now for a, a week, so it's going to take another three or four weeks before we even really know. And I'm taking a minimum dose, so that may be up. Who knows? Um, so Wellbutrin's pretty hardcore. That They, they, they give that stuff um, to quit smoking, I believe. Oh shit, you got me, bro. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that my, when my sister quit smoking, that they gave her that. I raw dog quit smoking though. That was fucked up. That I weaned myself. Like when it came to quitting smoking for me, I had one pack left, and what I would do is anytime I got like a super hard craving, I'd go and I'd take like two puffs, right, just enough to kill the craving a little bit, and put it out, and then two puffs and put it out, two puffs, put it out, and then I did that over the course of two weeks. That one pack lasted two weeks, and when it was done, I just quit altogether. I did the patches, and I did the step one for a week, went to step two, which is like the, the lower milligrams, for one day, and I was like, this fucking sucks. I'm like, I, 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 was, I was craving, yeah, and just a little sucks. bit of step down was so much, so I went back to the, the step one, right? I'm like, fuck this, I'm going back. Um, 
for one day. And then the next day I, I didn't put on any patches and I never went back. Right. That was like one fucking th- eight years ago, nine years ago now. One thing I was worried about with like stopping the citalopram because I went like the day I went to the doctor, I had taken the citalopram that morning. Right. And then they said, well, tomorrow you no longer take citalopram. You now take it's I take the off ram. But anyway, Prozac. Yeah, yeah. So usually like if I would run out or I would forget a few days of taking the citalopram, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but you, uh, you get what I call or what people refer to as brain zaps. Um, which is like your brain pretty much electrocuting yourself. So you get like these little zaps of electric electric shock. Like you'll be walking, and the next thing you know, you get a little zap, and it feels like your knees are going to give out real quick. It's not fun. I'm just um, kidding, dude. Just yeah, I know. <laughs> it's not fun, but what it is is it's uh, the, the lack of the medication in your system or the, that you haven't taken in a few days. It's the receptors that it has turned off in your brain starting to, to fire every once in a while again. So you get like these little zaps, and it's not a – not a great experience. I mean, it, it's it's a withdrawal or, or something along those yeah. lines. So did you way, get that but, with the uh, when you? But I didn't. No, that's what I was curious because I was wondering about that. Did you ask? Um, I did, and you know, I, she said that I might experience some of it and blah blah blah. But I haven't had any of that. That's good. Um, so I guess whatever to do was to switch it over to the other medication, maybe offset that somehow or something. But well, I mean, uh, it's, I'm sure it's not very. There's similar medicines, so it should be close in a way yeah yeah i'm not up on all that i do know that um one thing i have experienced um from taking the prozac and one of the side effects that i've experienced for sure is lucid dreaming um where See, i was just I gonna realize, ask you about that where i realize i'm dreaming and and i'm not awake you know what i'm saying so and then the other stuff that, like, I've had, the first night I took it, I had some lucid dreams where I realized I was dreaming, and I was up and, you know, kept waking up and stuff like that because I realized I was dreaming, and you could kind of lead the dream a little bit, but yeah. then you'd, like, come out of it and wake up. And then I had another one. Um, the, the second night I took it, I, I was fine. The third night I took it, I had not lucid dreams to where I knew I was dreaming, but the dreams were so fucking realistic to where when I woke up, I had to be like, was that fucking real? Like, what, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, and, but they wasn't, it, it wasn't nightmare. So, I mean, I'm all right. You know, it's not like it was scary stuff or anything like that. It was more like, like shit that I dream about. Like I have an obsession with the, the lake. Yes. Builder and, <laughs> and Chris and you and all kinds of naughty things. Um, but anyway, I have like, I grew up around the lake. I love the lake. I love the, you know, the big scarab boats and things like that. And one of the realistic dreams I had was riding on like one of those fucking million dollar monster fucking scarab boats and shit, man. <laughs> and I woke up like, and there was more to the dream than that. It's weird. I'm not going to go into a bunch of detail, but, uh, it was, it was so real. It was like, I actually got to experience it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Wow, that's probably what it really feels like to to ride on one of those big ass fucking million dollar fucking balls to the wall fucking you know scarab boats or or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I I've never gone super fast in the water. I've done like sixty knots, which right. is pretty fucking quick on the water. I don't, see, I don't know what knots are compared to miles per hour. I don't know. Let's let's look that up because I don't know either. Right. I've been about, I've been 60 on the water is about as fast as I've been on the water. 60 miles per hour. So um, 60 knots is 70, 69.04 miles per hour. 
Okay. That's fucking quick. That's, yeah, it's moving on water, dude. That's we were on a 30-foot center console pro line, twin 250 Mercury's on the back. Balls, we were trying to come, come on back in from uh, Jacksonville Beach, way off Bro. coast. We were, we were running on um, Kingfish, and the storm popped up out of nowhere, and we had to fucking get out of there quick. And yeah. get back to port quick because we were gonna get fucked up out there. I watch, I watch a lot of those, and that's one of the things you know that I think lead lead that led up to that dream is because I watch a lot of those um, YouTubers that 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 do that yeah, yeah. kind of stuff, and, the, and then they're all out of like Miami and out of Florida down there. Um, one of them, free plug, is called Boat Vibes. He's kind of a dude that doesn't have his own. I mean, he has some nice boats, but his dad's got a badass fucking Donzy fucking race boat and. But he gets out there and goes to these sandbars and things, and then you see him just taking off, and these guys are fucking nuts, dude. Like I remember you slipped it on a stream that floating, one day. Yeah. Jeez. So, that's scary. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's kind of what the dream was like. And then the, the rest of it was weird because it was like all these big houses. Like I was walking through these big lake houses and stuff, looking at them and stuff, and then it came into a point where we were trying to get back to our boat, but it was like all these interlocked docks and going through all these docks and like – it was so weird because it was so real, but there's like all these different people and you're trying to find your way through the maze of all these connected docks and running into all these different types of people. And it was just a weird, it was a weird experience, a weird dream. Sounds like a it, very weird dream. But it, it was so realistic, you know, like it was like I was actually experiencing it when I woke up. It was like, wow, like it almost felt like you had left your body where you were sleeping and went somewhere else and actually experienced this stuff and then came back to yourself and woke up, you know, you know what I'm saying? So it was, uh, it's been an experience. Um, I didn't notice anything last night though. So, and I did research and actually it was, I didn't research. I got my pharmacy actually sent me a text with a video on the medication and it said specifically that the, the lucid dreaming and the, and all that stuff is, is a common side effect when you first start taking it, but usually the longer you take it, it seems to taper off and things go back to normal. <laughs> You're the so. person that watches those videos. <laughs> yeah, well, I just I was interested because I'd been having the dreams and stuff. Yeah. And sure enough, when I when I played it, that was one of the first things they mentioned about the lucid. Dreams I don't click on that. links that they send me for any of that stuff. Like, I'd, yeah, pisses me off. I was interested. I'm kind of like you can tell I'm just pretty chill now, but that's just all I've taken is just that point five this morning of the the Xanax, and it keeps me pretty calm throughout the day. So, so when you were talking about lucid dreaming before, that to me like that has been a from what I understand a side effect of long term cannabis use, and then when you quit it too, is. yes, it is as well. So that could be that could be playing a part of it because I mean I did I I've quit I've quit all cannabis um for the last two weeks. Um, I've also quit, um, coffee. I haven't drank any coffee, which I'm a big coffee drinker. I was a big coffee yeah. drinker. Um, for about a week and a half, I went no caffeine. I was just drinking water, um, because the drinking of the caffeine would give me anxiety. Yes, sir. Um, and things, weird things like it's having to sit down to use the restroom would give me anxiety and, and put me into a panic attack more because one for one, like the feeling in your stomach maybe. And then also the fact of almost feeling trapped, like, even though you're not trapped, but just having to sit down to use the restroom, feeling trapped, or I would have panic attacks when I get in the shower because you're in the shower and kind of tra feel kind of trapped, you know. Um, anything like that, just general stuff that you do every day and, and don't even think about was just putting me into to, to full-blown panic attacks and shit. Um, that's that's crazy. Like, yeah, And I get it. Like I said, I've, I've been yeah. there. 
just to keep having them for little triggers like that when yeah. you know there's nothing wrong. You know there's well, nothing going on. Yeah, and with stuff like that, I, like I, this is prior to going to the ER and getting the meds changed, but just little stuff like that, man, was so I was having them not just, to, oh, I have a panic attack. Usually I'd have a little panic attack. I'd take my, my little .5 Xanax, 10 minutes, and I'm done. I'm back. My day's good. But this was boom, 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 boom throughout the day. And that's when... I mean, I just, I mean, that's life altering. You can't function. I couldn't function. I couldn't, I got to where I was sleeping, you know, 15 hours a day and just staying in bed um, for a few You've days. had everybody worried, bro. Yeah, like so. our, your whole community, like they reach out to me because they know we're close. They know we talk mm-hmm. so much. They reach out to me. Like, I love it. Like, I, I love yeah. that we're that close that people well, actually I... give a shit about you and like me. Like we care about each other. It's not just. I mean, it is a gaming community. It is it is that, but it's so mm-hmm. much more because we're men supporting each other. And I can't say right. that we're all men here because we have some amazing women there. Crazy Shay, um, Peels. Aaliyah, Peels. Like, yeah. they're all amazing women. They hang out with us, too. But as far as, like, the, the, the guys that we hang out with, I've found so much support from them and the positivity from them. Oh, yeah, major. Through all of this, and, and even through, like, the last year that I've been around. I mean, it's been like, about a year and a half since we've been hanging out like like this. Dude. It's oh, crazy. Yeah, no, it's every, just, it's every, just every crazy. single day, every single day, Peels hit me up at least two, three times a day, minimum. Every single day I've been gone from streaming, she's hit me up. Builders hit me up. You've hit me up. Uh, I mean, I've, I could go through the list, man. But oh, there's yeah, a yeah. list of people that were hitting me up. Um and just just to show support and stuff which was really and there was times when i'm I'm be honest with you like i would look at it and i felt bad because i i just like even there for a little while just looking at my phone or anything to do with the computer or anything was 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 a trigger as well and but then you know once i started to to get a little better i started being able to respond back and everything but it did it meant it meant the world to me just to see and i was even telling my dad i'm like man i got people messaging me from all over the freaking world right now checking on me making sure i'm all right you know which is was just crazy because i sit here in this house and when i was going through all that and and whatnot before i called my dad for help and stuff you get that in your head that you're completely alone like there's nobody like i'm i'm here i'm going through this i'm by myself and realistically, that's your brain playing tricks on you because I'm I'm far from alone in this world, that's for sure. And oh yeah, no the, doubt. The community and the support that I've received from this uh, shows that firsthand, you know. So. Oh yeah, I, I told you I got peels to agree to come on here, right? Yeah, yeah. She actually talked to me about it too. I told her that'd be awesome and get uh, kind of a female um, view on in the gaming world and stuff because you know their gaming experience is a whole lot different than ours sometimes being a female in in a male dominated not it's so much anymore but i mean still the majority of people that play video games are still men it's the target audience yeah 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 so it'd be interesting to get the female view of what they deal with um as as being gamers and stuff so i'm looking forward to that episode for sure yeah and plus peels is just a cool chick man she's She's just an all-around caring and genuine person, so it'll be cool to, to to sit down and talk to her for sure. Oh yeah, we hung out last Friday. I told you we just she hung out. We just uh, went on Discord and I was playing uh, Skyrim. Yeah. And just the company was just so much fun, um, and be able to like vent like and not be judged or anything like that's that's mm-hmm. the one of the biggest things that I've found out of this community, out of, out of the people, we can sit there and we have fun and we joke with each other and we talk shit to each other. Like that's, that's yeah. what we do. 
But when it comes down to it, if I need to, to I need, I need to level head. There's someone out there in this oh, community yeah. that I can, I can say, hey, I need to talk. And, and whether it's what... her or you or one of the Chris's or like mm-hmm. Builder Tack, yeah. I mean, Builder they're is all huge, out there, man. Builder and I have talked a lot over this this last couple of weeks, man. You know, he likes to play the dickhead, but he's not. He, he's a softy he's as a, fuck, dude. He is a genuine, just cool cat, man. He really is. He's, he cares. He genuinely cares about me, and I know that, and I genuinely care about him as well. And, uh, yeah, man, he's a he's a cool dude, man. We're, he's a fucking we're de- softy. We're definitely <laughs> lucky to have him a, a part of the community, that's for sure. So, Absolutely, man. It's it's just crazy. Like, um, earlier today I was responding to a tweet, um, and it was talking about friends in this day and age. And what's the problem with friends this day and age? And I'm like, because people believe that they're disposable. Think yeah. of it. In the, it, you could, if, if today, right here, right now, everybody in the BG crew, everybody that you know and talk to every day, stop talking to you because so, you did something. Whatever. Right. You could go back online, go back on Twitter, go back on Twitch, go back on all this stuff, whatever. And engage people enough where you would create another community very shortly and have new friends like that. And it's the truth, but people know it. And that's the problem is people don't really put the effort into people anymore the way that they used to. Like, and it's not, it's very common to just say, oh, you fucked up. Peace. We're no longer friends. And I think a lot of that stems from is like our situation here where we're like, you know, best friends, but we've never actually met face to face. It's not like we're meeting face to face all the time and stuff like that. So it's easier just to be like, well, I'm done with that person and move on, you know. Um, whereas where if it, we were best friends that lived on the same goddamn street and we saw each other, it's easier to be like, oh, well, OK, buddy, you know, we got mad at each other and blah, blah, blah. But hey, let's and then you make up and go on about 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 your business. You know, See, that's not I don't I can't I can't do business like that, though. Like, honestly, like, OK. Weird story off the handle, but about that type of situation, my wife's cousin, we were best friends. Like we, we worked together, we hung out together, we started a business together, all kind of, like a lot of similarities between our situation. Right. Um, made him my best man of the wedding, whatever. And I don't know if he's listening and if he is, sorry, buddy, but this is the fucking truth. I realized that he was a fucking compulsive liar. And everything that he was doing and everything that he was saying was all lies to support whatever the fuck he wanted to do. Um, And I accepted him for that, but I knew, I knew who he was at that point. But as I moved away from where we were close together, like me and you don't live anywhere close together. We chit chat, we fucking text, we, we do this, Mm -hmm. we, we all kinds of shit. You put forth the effort to talk to me, to chill, to do things like we make plans and it's not all business. It's a lot of fucking yeah. bullshit, too. Yeah, right. Yeah, just friends, being friends. Yeah. Exactly. That time, he re- he wasn't making that time. And right. I realized about for about six months, I was the only one that was reaching out. And he wouldn't respond half the time. And when he did, it would be three, four days later or whatever. So it's right. just, I realized that I was trying to push on a friendship that I still wanted because I needed that. Right. And once I let that go and realized that he wasn't trying to be my friend, he wasn't trying to be there. He's still family. It's my wife's cousin. We're still like, I'll, I'll, I'll we're cool. Like I'm never right. going to say anything like 
that we're not homies or anything. Like that's cool. Like, but go, go from more of being friends to acquaintances type of thing, you know. To go from brothers to acquaintances is what it right. more more is because I would consider that like I trust that fool with everything and anything. Like I moved up to New Jersey to build a company with him, right? And it didn't work out. But that's not that's not any of the reason why any of this happened. But it's just crazy, man. Like I I even to this day I still watch his Facebook post. I'm cheering from him from afar, but I just can't put myself in a situation to to be out like that. Well, and I deal with that and a lot, and you'll find that too um, as this grows. That that you make a lot of very very cro- close friends that you feel are close friends that come and go in the streaming communities and things like that. Like I've got people that, I mean, um, I could name a few. I'm not going to name them, but I, yeah. there's a, there's there's several. I mean, more than more than I can count on on both hands that have been a major part of my community that have come and gone. And it's just, um, I don't know, unfortunately, it's part of it, you know, and uh, not always easy to deal with. But the, the, the good thing about it is, is that it seems that there's as long as you keep going and keep doing what you're doing, there's there's always somebody else that, that comes in and fills that spot. And, and maybe even in a better way, a lot of times, you know, and, and becomes a better friend um, than what they they were, because. Obviously, um, I mean, I hate to say it, but they weren't as good a friend as they were, or as you thought they were, if they, if you know, if it played out that way. So I know I've said this before. I don't know if I told you on the stream or, or on this. You've listened to that song um, by Slim Thug Church. I think I sent it to you. Oh, probably, dude. I'm I'm so terrible about names of songs and shit. But it's bro. it's got a. It's I think we talked about this last fucking stream. I was so stoned I don't remember. Oh god! <laughs> but it talks about putting. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> bro, the last stream I was fucking fried. Yeah, bro. I mean, last uh, last podcast I was. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Um, but it talks about um, putting people in your life for a certain amount of time to get you through a certain amount, certain place, mm-hmm. and being okay with that. And it. Yep. It's if they're, if they're in the right place, in the right mind, in the right time frame, then do it. If not, I just I don't stress people like that anymore. Yeah, and yeah, and it's true, man. I mean, sometimes people come into your life and 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 they're there for a certain period of time, and then your paths go separate ways, and that's just the way life works. Sometimes, you know, that's not like I'm. And a lot of the people that have come and gone, it's not that we had. It's not like we had disagreements or arguments or or anything like that. Now there has been a few of them or a couple like that, you know, where we've had some falling out and things like that. But most of it's just because, you know, your past change and life changes, things happen and, and it's just the way it goes, unfortunately, sometimes. But um, cool, so man. I'm not dogging anybody because I'm, I'm very grateful for the, you know, the time and the friendship that I spent with those people. But at some point you just have to realize that, you know, your paths are going separate ways sometimes. And, and that's just, just life unfortunately so what's your plan man like how, like physical mental health but like anything gonna change um, anymore trying to eat a little better um like last night I've, I've been just eating crap food like whatever i can heat up quick because of like i said i'm um my plan i was going from work off work my day job at four and then live by five and then you got the drive time home, so I would just try to come home and, and fix whatever I could throw together within 10 minutes and shove it in my face and go live. Um, so I think I'm going to push my stream times back a little bit. Um, if I'm super tired, I'm it's not going to... half fi- an hour. 
Yeah, well, maybe even longer than that. I don't know. I I, I may do go from you know six to maybe push it back an hour or something. You know, I haven't quite worked that out. I'm just gonna go with the flow and see how it plans out. Um, I'm also if I'm if I'm dead tired or I've had a very stressful bad day at my day job or something like that, I may just not. I'm gonna start giving myself days off if I need them. Because even on my days off from streaming, I'm still not days off because I have no, my daughter. daughter yeah. I've got, you know, the shit to get done that I'm not getting done through the week because I'm streaming and working so much to, to get caught up on, whether it be laundry, dishes, cleaning the house, you know, normal stuff that everybody does. Um, also, I'm not, I'm going to, it's going to hurt my viewership, I think, a little bit and things like that. But if there's a certain game that I'm like playing and I just don't feel like playing it that day, but I want to stream that I'm just going to play whatever the fuck feels like is going to cause me to have the best time. You know what I'm saying? Whether that be fun, if I need fun and excitement or if I need a relaxing game or I need, you know, whatever. And, and just try to do that. And hopefully in the long run, it'll mean better content and, uh, um, you know, and well, it'll be a happier streamer, which is yeah. better content so. and better engagement, and that's mm -hmm. that's what it all boils down to. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, we've talked. I've said this twice to you now. I'll say the third time. The week before you went on your little hiatus, your streams were not great. Like your your right. RP was amazing, but as far as like the the chat engagement or whatever, it just it lacked the the energy that you used to bring. Mm -hmm. Well, because and even during those times, I mean, the you were blowing up. Yeah. was on my on my mind. You know, I was trying to more just hide it you know what i'm saying or mask it and but some stuff like that you can't really mask too well <laughs> i gotta be honest though um it takes us a, a real man to admit when he's having issues like that and and to go out and not only to go out and get the help but also to be public about it like you and i are honestly like we both yeah have been putting our issues out on front street so that it can create yeah, some awareness man. for people. I just um, don't want people like myself. Cause I don't like even with doing this and stuff. When I, I told you, man, I felt completely alone, even knowing realistically that I'm not, but you get in those points in your brain and stuff to where, especially with me, like living on my own and stuff to where I'm sitting here in the house and I'm like, this, I, I mean, I have nobody I'm here, you know, I have nobody and it's your mind just playing tricks on you. And if just listening to this can allow somebody to realize, hey, you're not alone, and or it's okay to fucking call your family, call your friends, tell them, hey, man, I need fucking help. You know what I'm saying? And when you really put yourself out there and let people know that you really need help, you'll you'll find out that you have more people than you really think most times. If you're listening to this and you need someone to talk to, I respond to my DMs fuck, uh, all night. Messages, At anything, man. At Two Fried Eggs Podcast on Twitter, DM me. Let's talk. Like I, yeah. and I'm Bosch Gaming on all socials, man. The socials, Discord. I mean everything, man. I'm uh, I respond to every message, dude. Every message I, that I get on a video or in my DMs or anything like that, I I try to make a point to respond to it in a very timely manner. And especially if I get a message to where I see it and it's somebody having some issues with some kind of mental health or something like that, man. I may not have all the answers, but um, I'm definitely, you know, open to, to try to do to what I can. But it helps to have someone yeah. to talk to, though. Like, in, in all honesty, sure. like that's when it comes down to it. Like those suicide hotlines, they don't—they're nothing. Like they're—they're they're nobodies, really. 
they're just people there that are willing to listen and talk people through their like just listen and talk through it. Yep, absolutely. They're not licensed therapists or anything like that. They're not doing anything. <clears throat> I mean, let me phrase it. They are doing an amazing thing. They are. It's very special what they're doing because they're right. they're helping yeah. people through bad times. Yeah. I'm just saying, what they do is not hard as far as difficult. Anybody can do it. Anybody with some compassion, anybody with some love for their human, fellow human being can do that job. Just not a lot of people do, which sucks. Well, and one thing I found, too, that if you do, you know, reach out or something like this, and I'm not doing this as a plug to try to grow my community or the, the podcast or whatever, but by becoming a part of like something like that. Yeah, like and subscribe, please. <laughs> Comment below. Comment below. Uh, but, uh... <laughs> I mean, just like between me and you, we didn't know each other at all until we met through my community and, and the gaming community and stuff like that. And I've got a genuine best friend out of it. So it's not just something where you're like, oh, I need some help, blah, 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 blah. And then it's gone. You know, you become a part of a, a family or of this community that that even when you're not going through things, you still have the friendship and the camaraderie and the and the. I mean, if you're into the gaming and stuff too, you have plenty of friends to to get together and play games and and so on and so forth. So the good times come with the great and the mm-hmm. the bad and the worst. I mean, it, they all go and together. It, if you're yeah. if you're a true friend of somebody, then you're going to be there through it all. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh yeah, man. Well, brother, it feels good to be back, dude. Um, it feels good to know that I'm still going to be able to continue this with you, um, because like I said, there was a short stint there where I uh. I just didn't know. So, um, well, next week we'll make the yeah. a deciding factor of this too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We're bringing in um, uh, the that veteran I told you about. Okay, cool, man. Sounds good. He's we'll been back chomping at, at the bit to come in. And now, you know, now that we're not joking and stuff, be sure to like and subscribe, comment below, all that fun stuff. Bosch Gaming on all socials. Two Fried Eggs podcast is everywhere, but I think iTunes right now, which we're still working on. Um, I, I'm not on, really working on that. It's not, honestly, right at this point, they're okay. But except on iTunes, which we're not really working on right now. <laughs> it just wasn't. Um, it it didn't like where we're getting our views and whatnot. It didn't seem fruitful to yeah. spend the money to get on there because they, they're the ones that charge. I got you. I got you. We already um, pay. Right. And make nothing. We don't need to pay more and so, make true, nothing. True, true, true. <laughs> All right, boys. And thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you guys very, very much. Um, we will be back again next week with another, uh, sounds like another veteran stopping in to, to chat with us over some things. Um, look forward to it, guys. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Have a blessed day. Um, Bosch Gaming, Dolph. You know. We love you. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe below if you like our content. New episodes dropping every Friday. Stay tuned.